0: Welcome, you're listening to season two of But Seriously, What Is Engineering? A podcast series from the University of Queensland, where we explore all corners of engineering. We'll be covering a range of specialisations and exciting engineering careers through our special guests, with an aim to open your eyes to just one more part of the wide world of engineering. By this time this episode is finished. Spoiler alert, it's not just about bridges and buildings. This episode
1: is hosted by two of the University of Queensland's Women in Engineering student leaders.
0: My name is Evie and I'm in my fourth and final year of a chemical and environmental engineering degree.
1: Hi, my name is Sophie. I'm also in my fourth year of a Bachelor of Engineering and Integrated Masters of Engineering specialising in software. Dr Denise Villa-Gomez will be joining us for today's podcast. Denise is a lecturer at the University of Queensland School of Civil Engineering. She obtained her PhD at the Institute of Water Education in the Netherlands in 2013. Before joining UQ, she was a lecturer at the National Polytechnic Institute in Mexico. She leads research in the area of environmental engineering, focusing on the development of sustainable technologies that reduce pollution and help recover valuable resources from wastewater and solid waste, such as energy and metals. For example, she leads projects on the recovery of cobalt from mine-impacted waters and tailings using biological processes. Recoveries of these elements is a priority for Australia because they help to develop green technologies to combat climate change. Denise has published over 40 peer-reviewed journal and conference papers in high-impact factor journals and has expert and advisor roles such as editor in leading journals and member of the scientific committees.
0: We are going to be diving into the topic of sustainability and how Dr. Denise Villagomez has been able to align her career with this passion for sustainable practices. Welcome to the podcast, Denise. We'd like to start by asking you what steered you in the direction of studying
2: engineering in the first place? Before answering that question, I must say that it was not something straightforward. Of course, I had this uh, passion when I was a kid of, uh, for uh, maths science and discovering things but uh, I think uh, I also had very strong communication skills when I, I started uh, thinking what I wanted to study, I went to these social areas first before realizing that I was getting bored <laughs> of doing these things so I really needed challenge I needed to challenge myself and I also I love doing uh, problem uh, solving things, and so I realized that I wanted to go into that direction of engineering. Um, The other thing, the other aspect that uh, encouraged me to do engineering is that I will be able to make a change uh, for the world, and this sounds very uh, big or um, romantic, but the truth is that we are the one who develops technologies that can really create changes and can create changes in a positive or a negative way.
1: Having that in mind, how did you come to choose the specialization that you ended up doing?
2: When I was also going back to reflecting on my childhood, I always uh, had a very good, uh, a strong connection with the environment. But also I had a strong understanding that resources were not unlimited. Uh, So I always felt that we really needed to develop uh, processes that were sustainable without knowing at that point what was sustainability really, uh, the concept of sustainability. Then I came up with this uh, engineering area that is so interesting because you have to really develop. Things that reduce uh, energy consumption, reagents consumption, and things that forces you to uh, challenge your mind and be creative, but at the same time, doing really cool things for the world.
1: Okay, so you always had this idea of sustainability, but you didn't exactly know what was involved, and then you decided to pursue it at university.
2: The concept of sustainability is relatively recent, I mean, not that much, but we were talking more about environmentally friendly things, but it was not a clear concept. I thought sustainability uh, encompasses a lot of things, and it's not clear yet. We need uh, things to assess sustainability. And even more, uh, um, we now need to think about circular economy, which is really keeping things on the loop, or reusing things. Uh, so keep the things for longer time, the materials, in order to not to end up in uh, landfill, for instance. These concepts require uh, quanti- quantitative tools to be assessed.
0: Would you just be able to tell us a little bit more about your current research
2: and your passion for incorporating the circular economy into your work? Before answering that question, I'm going to briefly explain what is circular economy. So circular economy is uh, a way of thinking where you don't have a pro- uh, uh, you don't create something that will end up as a waste what you want is to reuse this product as much as possible or give different uses to this product so it keeps into the loop of uh, usage this means that we have to create technologies that are able to reuse materials, or recycling materials, so they can be reused and we, uh, we avoid the consumption of non-renewable resources. So understanding this means that we, we have to be within the limits of the planet. And these limits are in terms of water use or land, land use. So we need to maintain, to reuse materials as, as much as possible. In my area, My research focuses on on reuse or recovery um, materials from mine impacted waters. Um, And uh, on this line, there is a strong connection between decarbonization and also um, on reduction of mining pollution and resource recovery. So if we think about these three aspects, mine research My research aims to um, use processes that recover resources, energy and metals, and these metals can be used for green technologies that will help to reduce carbon emissions um, in the near future, Uh, but at the same time to reduce pollution. Now uh, the new generations are more aware that we have a deadline for this. We need uh, engineers for doing this, for achieving this. I want to stress that technology is so important on achieving this or maintaining the planet within the boundaries and that's why uh, i think we need more engineers
0: yeah definitely i think the next generation of engineers definitely have their work cut out lots of exciting things that
2: need to happen definitely Definitely. yeah for sure
1: that actually leads us very nicely into our next question which is that we often have many students especially female students when we go to visit schools tell us that they aren't really sure what career path they'd like to take on, but they, they just know they'd like to help the environment. What career would you recommend to engineering students that are passionate about making a difference, especially to, especially to the environment?
2: Well, I, I would recommend uh, engineering in general. I mean, all careers in engineering have uh, a strong connection with sustainability. And in all these careers, uh, we have to, um, think about these uh, circular economic concepts, etc. Et right? So I am I am chemical engineer. Uh, my bachelor is chemical engineering. I have a master and a PhD on environmental engineering. But I also collaborate with other engineering areas. So I think they have to follow uh, their passion. But they have to know that engineering is extremely exciting and it's a career that it will be highly demanded in the future, especially in the environmental uh, areas. We need to also show uh, the industry that this is also a business case where we can actually, uh, if we are reducing the consumption of resources, it means that we are saving uh, cost uh, by extracting resources that are already on the waste, for instance.
0: Yeah, Denise, I think you really touched on how many opportunities there are for young people out there who want to pursue a career that really helps sustainability and how all the different engineering disciplines can really make an impact. Do you have any advice to give current high school students that may be considering engineering at UQ in the near
2: future? The advice that I will give to the students is that they should uh, take all the opportunities that they have here which are, for example, to be able to um, to learn from leading experts, but also international cohort that understand global challenges, and um, and also um, that have a d- different backgrounds that allows them to have um, the, to have a more a richer experience in general.
0: Yeah, thank you, Denise. I think that what you really touched on was just the importance of diversity among your cohort and being able to learn from the different people around you and how engineering, we really need the opinions and minds of people just from all over the world, um, different walks of life. Um, Just another follow-up question. Have you ever had a mentor or have you ever been a mentor for any engineering students?
2: Being um, one out of like five academics at the School of uh, Civil Engineering, I'm always asked to be a mentor for women uh, in engineering. And I'm always happy to give advice. And I'm also do it in a more organized way. I mean, I am part of different committees uh, looking for a more, equi- a more diverse cohort in, in, at the university level, even at university level, also giving more support for um, women in engineering in general. I, I've been mentoring uh, PhD students and also undergraduate students in a very informal way. Everybody needs a mentor in general because we are not experts on, on everything. So it's fantastic when you have someone that you can ask for an advice. And this person can, be, um, can help you in a certain area, but then you can look for information or for help in another area. And this also is important, not only uh, career wise, but also to manage, for instance, life, life balance, uh, life career balance, because I think that's that's a, that's something very important.
1: Yeah, I think having a mentor definitely help boost your confidence, especially when you're at university and you're unsure of where your career might take you. Did you yourself have a mentor when you were going through university or your early career?
2: So I have had different mentors throughout my life and some of them are or more industry related or more uh, academic related. Um, and I think that have been uh, very helpful. And I think I highly recommend to have, to look for, for this type of uh, mentorship and I, th- I think, This is something, this is also an advantage at UQ because I think there are many ways to find mentors uh, uh, here. Really, really lucky to
0: sort of be able to develop relationships with them as you move through your university degree.
2: I also want to mention that uh, I think students may have an idea of what are the possibilities in engineering that are just uh, a spectrum, limited spectrum. And when they talk to uh, other academics or they look for mentorship, they may find out that there are so many possibilities that they cannot even imagine that they they could be doing really cool things, you know? And I think that's why mentorship is important, but also I think uh, engineering students have to start with a very uh, open-minded perspective because they will find out that uh, they, they can do really nice, uh, cool things that they will not imagine that engineering will take you to those uh, possibilities.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think I personally really resonate with that. You know, I'm in my fourth and final year of university and I'm still, still just starting to learn about all the different career pathways and opportunities that a chemical engineering degree can have. And, you know, just engineering in general, there's so many, so many opportunities.
1: We'd love to hear about some of the global experiences that you've had and where you've been able to travel all over the world um, with your with your degree and the work that you've been doing.
2: Career in academia is fantastic in that sense. I'm I so happy. So when I did my PhD, I did it uh, in the Netherlands and I lived there for four years and that was a, a great experience. And then after that, I, I went back to Mexico to work for two years and then but then in general you are asked to do projects all over the world and then you are also asked to give uh, advice uh, in other parts of the world and that really is a is a cultural experience in general and also i think something a very interesting aspect is that uh, as researcher you are able to work with also uh, People from different backgrounds and different cultures, and that really uh, helps you to understand the world needs in general. In the past, environmental engineering was seen something that will tackle local problems, you know. And now we're facing global challenges, and these global challenges cannot be uh, uh, attacked uh, without the understanding of the world you know, and that's, that, has, that, that has been a huge change o- on this uh, career uh, paradigm or in this career, um, on the way of we see uh, this environmental engineering uh, career.
0: Uh, Thank you so much, Denise, for joining us today. I know a lot of the listeners out there will be really inspired hearing about your story. And who knows, if they come to UQ, they might even come across you and have the opportunity to take one of your classes.
2: That would be fantastic. Thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe or
1: follow the But Seriously, What Is Engineering podcast to stay up to date with our current episodes as they are released for season two.
0: Thanks for listening.